The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Rough House Podcast. Yeah! Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their warhammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Christoph. Hello and welcome to the Rough House Podcast episode number 223. Oh God. Uh, I am Marty. <laughs> and I am flabbergasted that I've done so many of these damn shows. <laughs> yeah, that's not including the variants of, of the No, that's the just for 3.0. So yeah, this is just 3. since 0. I quit the radio station. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Good God, man! Uh, but that does tell you how many weeks it's been since you quit the radio station. If, if well, there you, was there was a bit of a layover. Uh, uh, that's true. You know. That's true. There was a bit of a uh, an in between delay as I was a a listener, not a, right. a, a member of the show at that point. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so good morning. Uh, a happy Easter to those who celebrate. Uh, a happy whenever you listen to this for uh, those who don't. Um, yeah. Happy and... delayed spawn day to all our video game players out there. <laughs> Three days, son yeah. of a bitch. It's a long respawn. <laughs> and uh, let, let's just go ahead and jump into what is, uh, as of the time of this recording, by the way, a, a rare early record, as it is a brisk 8.55 in the morning Eastern time on Sunday. <laughs> Appreciate you accommodating. Yes, hey, it's no problem. Let's go ahead and jump into the big news of the day. Sakura Genesis is in the books. The big spring show of New Japan Pro Wrestling has come and gone in the wee hours of this morning, ending not terribly long ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there is a lot of news to talk about. I think we got to kick it off with the debut of A.A. Ron. (laughs) <laughs> yes, the biggest news coming out of Secure Genesis <laughs> is uh, a brand new member of the United Empire. Now, as we were going into the show, the United Empire was teasing for a six-man tag, yes. the debut or debut of a brand new member, uh, to be in that six-man tag with Jeff Cobb and the great Okan. Yeah. And it turns out that it's a repackaged uh, Toa Hanare yes. uh, as, uh, I guess, he just changed his first name, Aaron Hanare yeah. now? Is that what's... Aaron Hanare. Okay, all right. <laughs> It's, it sounds you, fake to say You done fucked up, eh? Yeah, 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 he is Aaron Hanare. Um, in fact, he's got a full uh, goofy nickname. Hang on. It is... Oh, shit. I had it written down somewhere. And yeah, I, I saw it too. It was stupid. Yeah. Uh... He, he's got, the, the point is he has a dumb nickname. And uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that, that this feels like, uh, and I rarely say this with New Japan, uh, this feels like a WWE level renaming. Oh, yeah, it's not not very. He's the ultimate weapon, Aaron Hernare. <laughs> uh, okay. This sounds hasn't like that, has, an E-Fed character. Hasn't that gimmick been used before? Like, wasn't uh, Steve I don't know. Blackman was the lethal weapon? Lethal, yeah. Okay, yes. all right. And he yes. was an ult. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, because in that in that era of like Dan Severn and the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock and yes. Steve Black, all in that, they all kind of merged together in my head um, for for you know for the ultimate weapon. Uh, yeah, that's that's some corn dick shit right there. Like he could have put a little more effort into that. Yeah, it's it, it's real cheese ball and and not great. Uh, we also have new IWGP Junior Tag Champions. <laughs> That's the, the the cycle, the cycle, the Ouroboros uh, cycle repeats itself. And yes. Sho and Yo, Rapongi 3K retain their Junior Tag titles as Yo pins uh, oh, Kenamaro. Regain, regain rather. Did I say retain? You said retain, I say, which, I which is say regain, which is appropriate given how often we just see this. Fl- I mean, literally, Yo comes back from injury and they just get the belts back. That, that yep, yep. And then uh, I'm sure you know, two months down the line, it'll be uh, Ishimori and um, ELP getting them back, and then yes. we'll repeat, rinse and repeat until look. We've got the two stadium time. shows coming up in May. Uh, no better re- time than now just to keep having three ways where they change the belts. Uh, and um, 
also the Rapungi 3K theme is no more, which I think is oh. R.I.P. Yeah. R3K theme. Rapunky 3K, 3K, 3K. Yeah, no more. No more. No more Rocky Romero losing his shit about his little buddies. Was 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 Rocky there? No. No Rocky. Huh. So no it, they're Rocky. just, they're just, you know. Rapunky they're just showing 3K? you. <laughs> just showing you. Huh. Okay. All right. I mean, I liked them. They're pairing or teaming up with, with Rocky. He was a good yeah. mentor to them, but. I mean, I guess the idea is they don't need mentors now. Like, they're, they're well, all. They're all they're, they're grown and sexy, Chris. That's what's going on. They're well, grown and you know, sexy. since since I learned of that photo book that they put out a couple <laughs> years ago, if if you guys are unaware, I'm not sure if I retweeted it or not, but apparently a couple of years ago, Show and Yo uh, did this photo book that they released mm-hmm. uh, to the to the delight of many female and some male uh, fans of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yep, where there's some really sensual. Uh, photos of them in various stages of a dress and it kind of implies that they're fucking right um, which is again kind of something for for the ladies out there and uh, some of the men. and some of the men um and yeah. and and some of the men that didn't think they'd be into that or just like Ugh. i gotta say my interest was piqued yeah. I, I you know i they i actually, are a handsome I actively, couple I actively searched out a couple photos, uh, but it's kind of a rite of passage in Japan that you get the uh, the, the softcore photo book. Like that's yeah, when but, you've made it. But as a tag team with all that, uh, you know, I don't know, man. It was it was it was, it was pretty um, overt. Yes, <laughs> we'll put it that way. It was that, not subtle. That much is that much is true. That much is fair. Um, and uh, I, I have to say, um, I'm kind of bummed out for show. Because it looked like he was really starting to stand on his own yeah. as a in that division. And then he's like, oh, yeah, a little uh, poop artist came back. And now now we're back back saddled in the junior tag division. Also, Chris, I don't know. Uh, so I, I haven't watched any of this yet. I'm just going off of the Observer write-ups. Or I, yeah. Uh, it, it sounds like the match itself was basically showing you getting their ass kicked the entire match except for the back five. Dang. So okay. uh, now what you would call a triumphant return. Of Rapungi 3K. So, so they watched uh, Christian versus Kazarian and decided to do the same thing? <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> More on that later, yes. Um, and uh, the the really the big story of the day, the big story of the moment, and the reason why we wanted to kick off this show. Shingo with... Takagi is getting a title shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. That is true, but we got there. <laughs> We I'm bearing have, the lead, obviously, yes, yes. by design. We uh, have yeah. uh, a new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, the second ever IWGP World <laughs> Heavyweight Champion, as yeah. the Tokusatsu belt gets uh, passed on from Kota Ibushi to Billy Brexit himself, Will Ospreay. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- I can't say I was shocked to see the right. result that, you know, a lot of the booking as of late did indicate that this was going to be all about elevating, pardon the pun, uh, Will Ospreay ah, and, and, and making him, you know, a, a main event Gaijin heel. For, Dude, the rocket is strapped. Full yeah. On. Um, and all indications are the match was good, but, um, and also they only went 30 minutes, which, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> for an Ibushi match. Yeah. Here. You no. Know. Here, here's to holding some things back, guys. Here's here's yeah. credit to you not going 45 minutes uh, in in a pandemic when a crowd can't react. Um, but yeah, uh, the the universal or not universal United oh, wow. Empire uh, is now atop New Japan. Uh, Will Ospreay is your IWGP World Champion, and post match he called out Okada. Okada mm-hmm. comes out all fired up, tells him he wants a match, but before. Uh, Osprey can agree to it. Here comes our boy Shingo to interrupt, and Osprey yeah. says he will give Shingo a shot first. So Shingo launched into the main event spectrum. I'm totally cool with it, even though there is a part of me that feels like he's going to become his generation's Goto. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. There, the similarities are unending at that point. Yes, uh, but uh, very. I, I will say I am excited about the prospect of Osprey Shingo again and Osprey Okada for the world title. 
which is something I have not been able to say about the world title pitcher too much. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. opposed to Ibushi as champion. It's just right. they didn't give him many interesting defense. I mean, what was this, his second defense? Yeah, he beat Sonata, and then yeah. that was it. <laughs> yeah, so it's not like they, they did a lot with him, which is a shame because, you know, Ibushi feels like he's supposed to be, you know, the next in the line after, you know, your, your Tanas and, and Naito's in terms of being the top face. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I don't really know where they could have gone long term with an Ibushi run, uh, you know, hard pressed, I'd say probably him versus Okada, him versus Shingo. But I feel like there's definitely more intrigue on Osprey against either one of those guys, because it feels like he could drop the title at, at, at any given moment. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and like you said uh, a week or two ago, I don't remember when it was, but this is oddly similar to the booking of last year. Yeah. When, when Naito won the two belts at Wrestle Kingdom, had one successful defense against Kenta, right. and then dropped it to Evil in a shocker. Uh, it's kind of following that same sort of timeline. So if that's the case, uh, there's a chance, solid chance, that, mm-hmm. you know— uh, in those, I'd imagine these two title shots are happening at those two stadium shows. Yeah. Um, you know, Shingo comes first at J- not Jingu, but the other baseball stadium, and then Tokyo Dome is the later one, right? Or is that, Tokyo Dome first? Uh, Tokyo Dome is the second one. The, the okay. first one All is right. uh, in Yokohama, I believe. Okay. Um, All right. The so, tire factory. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. See. Right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I think. I, I think you're correct in terms of how this will lay out. Clearly, there's going to be, you know, a press conference on Monday to lay out, you know, more of the plans. Because also on the show, we got the build to a Tanahashi J. White never open sure. championship match. Um, but yeah, uh, Osprey uh, becoming champion, while not a shock, definitely the biggest news of the day, biggest news of the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, love him or hate him. Uh, as more and more have certainly leaned toward uh, the latter than the former yeah. in the year 2021, uh, there's no doubt that New Japan is behind him 100% here. Yeah, and, you know, as we spoke, it was two weeks ago when he did the turn on B, right? Yes. Okay, so in that time, I would say the majority of the English-speaking reaction that I've seen has been negative towards Will Ospreay. Now, I would also say, like you said, he's the top Gaijin heel. So in terms of the Japanese audience, they, you know, have this, he's he's a bad guy, so you're supposed to hate him. And I feel like they do, uh, rightfully so. Right. But I feel like more, the more uh, vitriol comes from the people who are kind of the target of having a foreigner as the top guy in a Japanese <laughs> company. Right. So you're kind of, uh, what, what is it? It's cutting off. What your is the expression? Face? That's the yeah. one. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, it, it's, it's questionable. I mean, you know, it, and I don't think anybody, even those detractors around the world, you know, of Will Ospreay, this has nothing to do with his talent because yeah. clearly He's hella talented. He's a very good pro wrestler. He can do some amazing acrobatic things. The you know the whole acrobatic side of things versus the storytelling side of things. I'd argue that he's still a really good storyteller as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the it's the other stuff that's really starting to, you know, how much stuff can you turn turn a blind eye to before it's just uh, this guy's just kind of human scumbag, and I really <laughs> don't want to. Don't want to see him in this position um, of power and notoriety and as yeah. the top guy in a promotion. Yeah, no, no disagreement here. I mean, it's it's definitely, uh, especially with the uh, intended growth into English-speaking countries of New Japan Pro Wrestling, for them to get behind a guy that is becoming more and more hated and not in a kayfabe way yeah. by English-speaking countries, you know, I, I, I don't know how this plays out. I don't know what this looks like, you know, six months to a year from now when New Japan can come to the States. I mean, right. look, uh, your boys desperately wanted to go to that MSG show two Augusts ago. Um, I don't know if that means if if and when they rebook it, you know. Let's yeah, say August 2022, we're the first in line. Um, but it's it, it's definitely interesting to see how it plays out. And I will say, 
thinking about that template, you know, we've seen it in plot, uh, uh, we've seen it in use rather, uh, uh, deployed on evil's heel run. We've seen it deployed on Jay White's return as a switchblade. That tells me that Osprey is not long for the title. Yeah. So, so at although least I think that. Jay White is has kind of always been in the in the mix in the main event scene sure, since. Sure. Not so uh, much Evil. <laughs> yeah, Evil definitely dropped down. Evil, like they tried. Yeah. Um, I I feel like you know the booking. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and throw out an analogy. I think you're gonna appreciate, it, Chris. I feel like Evil's heel run is the George Clooney of Batman runs, <laughs> wherein. On paper, should have worked, but th- yeah. the writing really did not support what he could do. So, yeah. you know, not not really a great moment for Evil, and unfortunately, it looks like he's now just been demoted to uh, uh, to that uh, Goto world of should have been but never was. Um, man, poor Goto, man. He's he's kind of the template for, for that. That reminds me, I read an amazing tweet last night that I meant to send to you. Uh, so this week, New Japan introduced their new world championship, upon which the responses were decidedly mixed. Uh, right. Like I joked, it, it looks like it should be, you know, a transformation belt in a tokusatsu show like Power Rangers or Kamen Rider or sure. something like yeah. that. Um, it, it, is, it looks it, like it, Ultraman's uh, belt buckle. Yes, yes. It, it It's very angular. I don't think it looks bad. Like when I saw the photos of Ibushi post-match wearing it, it was like, oh, that makes sense. It's just, you know, it's replacing one of the greatest world championships of all sure. time. It's like when they brought back uh, or when they brought out the big blue circular belt for Steve Austin, replacing, you know, the, the eagle belts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And people will never 90s. shut up about the winged eagle belt. Uh, <laughs> it's a gorgeous belt. And and anything after that is going to be a decided second or worse. But anyway, the, the point of the tweet is that championship contains the lineage of the right. world and intercontinental championships, which means Goto is a former world champion by technicality. Oh boy. The two greatest words in the English language default. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so that's, that's how retroactively that dude got to be a world champion. The most sure. Goto way of being a world champion. The, anyway, so yeah, with the, yeah. With the title, um, you know, the title belt, it's, it's okay. And I, I agree with you. It, and First impressions coming off of that beautiful IWGP heavyweight title. It, yeah. Any pretty much anything aside from something of the level of like the AEW big platinum belt, yes. uh, which itself was pretty highly influenced by the IWGP Very heavyweight title so. belt. And, and um, it was polarizing when it was debuted. Really? I thought everybody was kind of on board with it. I, I, I it was too gaudy. Some, some people thought it looked like a gigantic dinner plate. Ah oh, man, it's fucking gorgeous. It, it, it is now the 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 top of the of the list of current active world title belts. Sorry, yes. NWA ten pounds of gold. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it you know the more you look at it, and you know, as funny as it was um, to see Ibushi try to handle both titles <laughs> was hilarious and kind of you know <clears throat> yeah uh, that guy yeah, was, was not this. designed to carry two championships at once. No, that's way too many things to happen at one time. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. That guy cannot balance two things at once. Uh, full no. stop. Unless it is firing fireworks and doing moonsaults. Those are. Yeah, the, I mean, <laughs> that's the that's only the, way you can multitask. Exactly. E- exactly. Uh, and one other quick thing on the New Japan front before we uh, dip out. How worried were you? Because uh, they had been teasing this, you know, extra person to the United Empire for a while. I know somewhere in the back of your mind you were worried that it was going to be Marty Skrull. Oh, right? I definitely was worried, and then I worked myself into a shoot and convinced myself it was going to be uh, Robbie <laughs> Eagles. I thought for sure it was going to be Robbie. Oh, Eagles. okay. Uh, uh, yeah, he's kind of been floundering ever since the will turned and no birds mm-hmm. of prey, and yeah. But he hmm. he was uh, doing a show in Australia, so it would have been physically ah. impossible with the uh, with the two week quarantine for him to do. Gotcha. I still okay. would like to see him pop up as part of the United Empire, but that's also because I really like Robbie Eagles. Yes. Um, uh, so somewhat related, coming off of uh, this morning's Stardom show, is uh, the thing that set off the full heel turn for Billy Brexit. His attacking of uh, B Priestley. It was talked about how B Priestley. Uh, was being written out as she chose not to be re-signed by New Japan Pro Wrestling. She was in a uh, the equivalent of Stardom's world title match uh, in, in tonight's uh, Stardom pay-per-view. And uh, she is walking away from Stardom as well. So hmm. 
Not sure what's going on with B. Um, so uh, I don't know if this means she's going to be popping up on Dynamite in two weeks, or maybe she's taking some time away from the business. Uh, maybe she's pregnant. Who the hell? Yeah, knows? I was going to say maybe she got a little baby Billy inside of her. Good God, um, <laughs> Uncle Baby Billy. <laughs> being reminded of the opening of Idiocracy all of a sudden. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. And in terms of terrible decision making and horrible things that may happen, I do think it's time to check in. The World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. We're a week out, buddy. Six days. Woo! Yes, yeah, six days Yay. away from WrestleMania. Where the uh, I guess we're really only uh, a day away from the never-ending nine days of WWE programming beginning. Yes, everything's been pre-taped, except for not, Mania. Well, yeah, I was going to say not Mania. Except for Mania, and uh, I don't know if NXT is going live or not. Uh, more on NXT in a few, but yes, we will be kicking off on Monday nine straight days Ugh. of WWE, and I'm going to use the word I hate, content. Across the USA Network, Fox right, Network, so and uh, Peacock. So, so we're looking. All right. So we've got Raw's three hours. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame will probably be two hours. Yeah, everyone maybe. was was made to do a speech that was three to five minutes long. <laughs> oh God! All right, because they were doing two classes at once, right? Yes, yes. They did right. not want uh, a Mr. T or a Michael Hayes in the mix this time. Well. Who would ever want a Michael Hayes in there, mix? Yes. Fuck that guy. Also so looks like no Liger induction, at least based off of the photo of the class. Eh. So cool. A little I bit mean, of a bummer there. I mean, eh, I get it. But. it they may it may be like a Batista situation where it happens down the line. Um, so we're at five hours. That's at five. Then we got uh, two hours each of takeover, right? At, at least. So okay. So that's we're at four. least at least nine mm-hmm. and then two hours of smackdown we're at 11 yep and then oh, each oh there's night- an nxt uk show nxt uk prelude which is okay be on uh, uh i think that's on wednesday uh, so that's a cool dozen is that an hour or are we doing two there let's call that two. Oh god all right so uh that's 13 hours mm-hmm. then we got night one of wrestlemania we're well, shooting for four okay four so hours. 17 21 for night two and then uh-huh. we've got three more for raw is tw- where am i at 27 uh or am i at 24 uh you're i at lost 24. my count you're at 24 and then, with raw uh with raw okay uh, and then two more hours for smackdown on, or uh nxt, on, NXT tuesday. on tuesday they're they're big to you <clears throat> on tuesday so yeah. uh, we are looking at uh, over a day's over a worth day. of wrestling content. Oh, Dave Meltzer. Oh, yep. You know what? Forgot about two hundred five. <laughs> Twenty. Yeah. Well, let's let just under thirty hours of wrestling action. And is, isn't there going to be? They usually debut a documentary or two during WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, week that's as well. right. Because there's also uh, I don't know if we wanted to talk about it here or uh, during the AEW section. Oh yeah, there is the Stone Cold podcast. Yep. With Chris Jericho. Current day Chris Jericho. This is not in the can years ago. This is new. No, no. This is Chris Jericho, former AEW world champion, coming in on WWE programming. Yeah, I I feel like this is more of a WWE story. Um, So, yeah, it was a total and absolute shock to see that that news get announced on Friday. Um, And, God, do I have to give credit to Vince McMahon here? Do, do I do do I do that? Is that within my? I my, I don't I have the capability here. I think this might be more. I, I I saw some you know people going back and forth about like who made the call. Blah 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 blah. Well, one, Cody and and Tony Khan have constantly talked about how they're open for business. Right. Yeah, and that th- their side of it wasn't a shock to me. Yeah, the shock to me was Vince approving it. Well, the other thought process is Jericho and uh, Austin share a podcast network. Uh huh. So the thought, but process, that's not on WWE. I recognize, but the thought process may have been they were the inter- intermediary through whom, you know, basically they they they. Uh, they, they did a, 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 a something nice for Vince so that this could happen. Okay, I, I don't I don't believe it. I do think it, it was just between Austin and Vince. That's how Austin has described it. Yeah, uh, that he literally got a thumbs up emoji from Vince McMahon, which is <sighs> that's a weird thing to hear about. Um, yeah, Tony Khan. I get I'm... Tony Khan is a an aggressive millennial. 
Uh, but uh, <laughs> Vince McMahon doing thumbs up emojis to sign off on big deals like this is very weird to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, Jericho, uh, I, I guess the question is, do they talk about AEW on there? I mean, I feel like, well, I feel like anybody who's watching knows. Yes. Uh, and so it would be this giant elephant in the room if they didn't. Yeah. I don't think that. Because I think the 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 basis of the podcast is they're going to go over um, their feud or match or something from back in the day. Isn't that the the, the what wasn't that the impetus for it? I, I believe that it had it, it is what they've described that they're going to be talking about stuff they did together, which right, which you know does kind of give them an out. But uh, yeah, but I mean we we could go back in the WCW start back in WCW days. True. I'm not sure if they were both in ECW they, at the same time or not. Uh, I think they might have crossed paths in ECW at the same time. Not in ring, but in right. locker room. Um, yeah. They were not in WCW at the same time, but, you know, there might be. Oh, they weren't? No. no uh, Austin had already jumped by the time Jericho was signed. Oh, okay. Um, but there's, a, there's definitely a possibility that, you know, they talk about what, the perspective of an Austin was from the WCW locker room back then. Yeah. Um, there could be a discussion of course about when Jericho came over and you know, the, the, the debut angle with the rock and of course yeah. winning two titles in one night and all these things like they, they have a lot they could talk about that is not AEW related. And frankly, I am assuming they're going to talk about everything, not AEW related because they want you to think they're going to. Right. They will not get to the fireworks factory, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll have a long say at the cracker factory, though. Yes. Um, yes. But, yeah, I, 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 I would say you're probably right with that. It will probably just be a glancing thing at the end. Like, yep, and now you're, you were, you're a former AEW uh, world champion. Thanks for coming. <laughs> have, have a great day. Uh, cheers some uh, El Segundo ale. And uh, there we go. Maybe he'll have a bottle of the bubbly next to Stone Cold's beer. You know and, what? That uh, might be it. That, that, that might be the the extent of the reference that he uses the Jericho bubbly. So, yeah. How about a little bit of bubbly? And then that's it. And then that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's but it's still uh, intriguing. Um, you know, is it enough to get me to drop the five bucks on Peacock? Nope. Still not there yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, even uh, Rick Boogs, Eric Bugenhagen winning the 24-7 title for two minutes uh, didn't do that. So, yeah, sorry. It, it was not enough for you to break. Uh, but you know we'll we'll see what happens in terms of mini itself. Uh, a lot of it is as we've as we ran down last week uh, in terms of the card. Uh, there's been some additions of matches and uh, some some unique omissions of matches for Mania. Mm -hmm. uh, also some stipulations added. So they've gone ahead and they have added uh, a U.S. title match. Uh, it's going to be Matt Riddle versus Sheamus. I wonder if you'll remember the finish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I'm just wondering how many U.S. title matches matches at WrestleMania Sheamus can have, because this has easily got to be the fifth or sixth. Um, uh, yeah, well, there was the six-second win over uh, Daniel Bryan that one uh -huh. year, which broke everybody's fucking heart. And then he ran it back the year, the next year, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe the two of them had one that was on the pre-show. Yeah. Was yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, look. Seamus is Seamus, you know, he's, yeah. he could be that guy you plug into the top for a couple months, but he's not going to have uh long stays at the top. He's, he's, he's a upper mid card guy that could do, he's, he's a versatile worker, yeah, uh, a solid promo. Doesn't forget his lines. Um, no. you know, he, he does it, does it pretty well. How many times did you watch the Matt Riddle botch of the pr backstage promo with Asuka? I watched it at least a half dozen times and laughed my ass <laughs> off every time. I watched it once just to see if I could figure out whether or not it was planned, and I'm pretty sure it was. This feels like Matt Riddle's gimmick now. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if it was planned, but I, I'm sure they're running with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're going to try and, you know, lemonade out a lemon situation here. But the look in his face, I'm not sure he's that good of an actor to pull off that look of, of shock and, and, and surprise uh, that he didn't know his line. <laughs> um, 
is that the Oscar's response was fucking fantastic as well. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, good, good for, uh, good for this is, this will be his first, uh, solo WrestleMania match. Yes. I believe. This, this, this will be his, uh, WrestleMania <laughs> debut. So, uh, okay. Big okay. moment for riddle. Um, by the way, speaking of Oscar, I don't know if you saw, uh, what appeared to be Rhea Ripley concussing her on Monday. Oh no, yeah, I did so, not. So Oscar is slowly turning into the fat dude from Varsity Blues, at least in terms of racking up concussions. Uh, you know, she got kicked in the face legit by um, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler the other week, yeah. knocking out two teeth and concussing her. This week, with her fake teeth in, they did a uh, contract signing angle with Rhea Ripley. Rhea chucked the table up, and it just smacked Oscar right in the goddamn head. She Oops. went down hard. Um, Oops. <clears throat> anyway, Braun Strowman versus Shane has been changed to a cage match. Okay. A cage match going on. So I guess the idea is he can't get outside the ring and do his little uh, little engine that could bit. Right. And also Shane has no choice but to be in the cage with him. So it's it's a little bit of both there. Okay. Uh, that said, I have no doubt he's going to run around the ring in the cage as the sound effect plays. Uh. Um, also, we are going to have... Big E defend the Intercontinental Championship against Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum fight. I'm sorry. Is that real? Are you making that up right now? That is real. That was confirmed on SmackDown. A Nigerian drum fight. (laughs) So are the drums just going off in the background as this is happening? Do they use the drums as weapon? Are they inside a massive Nigerian drum and having the match in there? Are they being shrunk down a la Mike TV in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and doing it in a regular size Nigerian drum? What's the situation here? Break it down for me. You're you're going to love it because Apollo Crews handled it in one line of the promo. There are no rules or limitations. Just a beating so loud it sounds like a drum you have a cricket sound effect oh i do i do so no dq match yeah that's pretty much what it sounds like okay also we've uh now got uh an idea of what's going to happen with the women's tag titles there is going to be a who are the champs uh currently held by nia jackson Shayna baszler okay who by the way are defending them on monday against oscar and rhea ripley can they coexist? Yeah, yeah. We we literally just did this with the other title match on the other of course. show. Yeah, anyway, Bianca and uh, Sasha. Has not been announced in terms of who is going to be in it yet, but there's going to be a four-team eliminator match on night one of WrestleMania. Okay. The winner gets to go, or winning team rather, gets to go against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. So, so how many female tag teams are there? Hopefully at least four. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe somebody from NXT gets a shot here. Yeah, certainly seems like it. Uh, I, you I know, mean, you maybe could, you're uh... you could probably put whoever. Um, well, I don't know if you put whoever wins the women's tag titles or loses the women's tag titles in NXT. Who are the champs down there? Uh, the champs currently. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to. Is that Ember Moon and uh, Shotzi? Yes. Ember and Shotzi are the champs and they're defending them against Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. I could see Indy and Candice losing and then being added to the Eliminator. Okay. And Raquel Gonzalez has a title shot at at TakeOver, right? Yes, going against EO. So her and Dakota Kai would not be, probably not be in that match. Probably not, but I could see them doing it anyway. Okay. This is WWE we're talking about. So we have no, isn't uh, Peyton Royce trying to pal up with somebody right now? Or or Billy Kay, one of the Iconics? Both of them are trying to get friends, but so far. No dice. Uh, probably a, a Liv Morgan, um, uh, Ruby Riot duo. Uh, aren't uh, aren't Lana up. and Dana Brooke a, a, oh, a duo? Oh, there you go. There you okay. go. Hell, they might right. even win the thing. All right. Or is it is it Lana and Dana? Or is it Mandy Rose and Lana? Oh, or is it Mandy right. Rose and Dana Brooke? You're, you're, I believe it is <laughs> which, Mandy. Which the and, fucking blondes are together? I believe it is Mandy and Lana. Now that you say it. Dang, I really like me some Dana Brooke. I've got nothing against Dana Brooke. I, I, in fact, I'm for Dana Brooke. Just, you know, they hmm. use her about as effectively as they do so, nine-tenths of the women's division. Maybe a Natalia and Dana Brooke will be in there. There you go. So are are, are Oh, Billy shit. Kay... It's going to be the Bellas. Oh, my God. It's going to be the Bellas. Oh, yeah, oh my God. Right. It's going to be the Bellas, and they're going to win. Okay. Oh, my God. Sure. They're going to they're, they're, they're gonna leave Mania the women's tag team champions. Well, and oh, then God. maybe maybe 
Uh, oh no! Maybe when Daniel Bryan wins the uh, Universal Title on Sunday, oh, uh, Bree will come out and stand behind him, and then Daniel Bryan hits her with a running knee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd like that. I okay. Mean, <laughs> anyway, uh, well, no, I had a question. Oh, um, sure. So, are are Peyton Royce and Billy Kay prohibited from being together? No. They could just they could just solve this and put it back together. Just okay. Make right, it happen. Just, and just, just there we go. New duo. Yeah, just, like just do the right. thing. But instead. Anyway, uh, SmackDown on Friday will be the special WrestleMania edition of SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to feature the SmackDown tag team title match because that doesn't get to be on the pay-per-view. That's going to be Dolph Ziggler and uh, Robert Roode. The Dirty Dogs! Defending. Wasn't wasn't Michael Cole giving them the wrong name multiple times? Yes. Calling them by the wrong name? I guess they didn't watch Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> you think Michael Cole, Cole has seen that? Yeah. We should have really known with the whole peach thing that dude likes to eat human stuff. <laughs> He's a butt muncher? <laughs> yes. Uh, but they're going to be defending against the Street <laughs> like Profits. Like that Lincoln. <laughs> they even Drink some Lincoln. petty tea. Um, they're going to be defending against uh, the Street Profits, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, and the team of Chad Gable and Otis. Wait, Dominic Mysterio still a thing? Yeah, he still he was part of the Rumble. Don't you remember? No. <laughs> we both watched the Rumble. I, I watched it. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, speaking of battle royals, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is also going to be on this version of SmackDown. And you might be wondering, why is this not the pre-show? You're gonna love this, Chris. They don't want to have any pre-show matches for Mania this year because okay. they don't want a pre-show match. To get the returning live crowd heat. Uh, they uh, want to save that for the first match of the pay-per-view proper. I mean, you still get a pop. It's the beginning of WrestleMania, bro. I know. I know. Like, I'm even, with you. Even the last time in New York, sitting through a two-hour pre-show, already exhausted... Like when Brock's music hit and they said they were going to do the the Rollins Brock match immediately, dude, that place went off. It was fucking fire, uh, and it helped that everybody was behind Seth Rollins at that point beating right. Brock Lesnar. Right. But you know, you can start off in a similar fashion by having a hot match right off the gate uh, and still getting a big pop. But whatever. Well, then they're going to l- do that. Listen to this. There's 22 people in the Battle Royal this year. Very strange number. 22. 22. You couldn't find eight more people? Guess not. And man, this is a horrible list of humans. <laughs> okay. All right. Not because I think, in fact, a lot of the guys in this are talented. Just in Is the whole of, 205 division, essentially? Uh, no, or it's the 24-7 division. division. Yeah. yeah. Akira Tozawa, Angel Garza, Cedric Alexander, Drew Gulak, Elias, Eric, Grand Metalik, Umberto Carrillo, Jackson Riker, Jay Uso, Kalisto, King Corbin, Lindsay Dorado, Mace, Murphy, Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Slapjack, T-Bar, and Tucker. <sighs> Can I just say how hilarious it is to me that they're still running with the name Slapjack for a person? Yeah, like fucking Retribution broke up. <laughs> why? Why is T-bar he not going is back be to T-bar and yeah. Slapjack's gonna be Slapjack? Like they can't... wait, which one's Slapjack? Is uh, that uh, Dijakovic? No, no, T-bar is Dijakovic. Okay, who's Slapjack then? Uh, Dio one, Madden? Uh, no, no, no. That's Mace. Uh, Mace. The, okay. n- not Let's Shane. Uh, oh God! Not Shane Thorne. Not Shane Thorne. Yeah. Uh, Mikey Nick. No, wait. It is Shane Thorne. <laughs> oh, sorry. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I got my MDK guys confused. Or not MDK. My, oh, Mikey uh, Nichols is Mighty, New Japan. No, no, wait. No, yeah. they were MDK. Mighty Don't Kneel. Uh, okay. TMD. Right. Uh, yeah. TM61. TM, TM61. What were they called? TM... Yeah, TM61. What was the 61 for? Are they big Roger Maris fans? Uh, no, the that's the international dialing code for Australia. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, how did I not know that? That's awful. But you know okay. who I feel really bad here? Okay, so I assume... Shinsuke Nakamura? Well, Nakamura, yeah. Uh, although I think he has a good shot of winning. Like, looking at this list, the only people who have been pushed in any degree are King Corbin, Jey Uso, and Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, Those... Cedric Alexander, prior well, to the uh, implosion that, that's of what I was uh, say. her business... Shelton and uh, Cedric Alexander could have been in the main event angle for WrestleMania this year. Oof. Yeah. Then they show up to Raw on Monday. It's like, hey, sorry, Bobby's going to beat the crap out of you, and we're going to line him up with King Corbin because he needs heat. Like, 
Uh, what a what kick the, to the balls. Yeah, that's I I want to know whose idea that was cuz it's just nothing about that makes sense to me. Uh, I mean, it was one of the hottest angles going and everybody was behind them. I'm just saying there is one man who very clearly has been a big fan of Baron Corbin from day one and actually thinks he's attractive. I'm sorry. Yes. Vince McMahon has gone on record with writers as saying that they should get behind Baron Corbin as a face because women will love him. I do not see any world any else world any multiverse world where that's a fucking thing he's an attractive man chris just look at him with his barren belly oh my god i mean you know you, who you doesn't him... love a man with a minion's foot tattoo <laughs> well he made it uh kind Speaking of far of I think congratulations he was in the... to icarus yeah he was in the elite eight i think of our yeah. uh, worst wrestler tattoo bracket with his whatever heart s thing in his chest yeah uh he definitely was definitely not few... the cool s no 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 he was definitely uh or he was one of the few people who were twice on the list him and brock uh and lance archer were the uh, three people that had two tattoos on on the list uh but yeah icarus did win that by the way um he beat matt morgan uh and his terrible back piece in the finals uh matt morgan's back piece beat out brock in yeah. the uh final four match which uh was shocking to me almost as shocking as cody going out in the first round yes very 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 surprising very divisive and really not how we thought it would go and speaking of things not going the way we thought So, like, let's call it a year ago, even two nights of takeover would sound like a great idea. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, and takeover again, on paper, the, these takeover shows sound fine. Yeah. Takeover has usually been good at not overstaying its welcome, aside yeah. from the length of Johnny Gargano matches. Um, but <laughs> looking at his hands and dramatic, uh, am I too violent? Yeah, yeah. Um, two nights of it. At, with this creative era of NXT seems like a bit much. No disagreement. And I, I do kind of wonder if the shift to Tuesdays will be good for the show because they won't be reactionary booking as much. It right. won't be that idea of, oh, there's a chance that AEW is going to do a big rating this week. We need to just throw out random world title matches. Right. I, look, I don't mind having world title matches on TV. Neither do I, but I feel like they need to be earned. earned. They're, they're, yeah. Yes. The, as opposed to just being like, it's going to be next Wednesday. Like, right. you've just blown through six weeks of build right there, you know? And, and it, it feels like a lot of what they were doing on the NXT side of things since the move to USA has been a lot of reactionary booking. I mean... You know, that was the start of the the whole move of guys moving back down yeah, to yeah. NXT, which, um, you know, we really didn't get into anything he said. Like, that was a thing that was offered to Andrade to try to keep him, you know, to and, and, mm. and apparently that's now, according to how he describes it, that's now a standard conversation point for talents. Wow. This idea of, hey, if you're not happy up here, you can go back down. And all but I your pay decreases. All I could think is, like, how fucked is it that that's a corporate policy? <laughs> like, they know that guys aren't going to be used correctly. <laughs> like, yeah, well, what an indictment. But yeah, um, well, we could go. We could talk another hour on, on all that, which we've yeah. done at great length over the past yeah. year, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no, that's that, that, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I uh, there, there are definitely things I'm looking forward to in in the stand and deliver lineup, uh, which, by the way, even though the first night will be on the USA Network, it will be simulcast without commercials on Peacock. Okay. All right. Um, which makes me kind of wonder uh, how the USA Network feels about all of this. Um, basically, I mean, it's all, it's all the same I, yeah, corporate it is, it is the whole daddy. Corporate so. um, but they did add this week to night one uh, the uh, a singles match between Pete Dunne and Kushida coming out of that uh, battle royal. That should roll. Which should be very, very good. Uh, and also the six men uh, who will be battling each other to decide who will be going against Johnny Gargano on night two. It's going to be Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and L.A. Knight. 
So it'll be LA Knight. Um, I I assume it's going to be Dexter Loomis because that's the big angle with uh, Johnny Gargano. But, oh, okay. Man. I'm, yeah. Don't don't care. And and by the way, LA Knight has had all of two matches and he's one in one right now in case <coughs> you're He lost one? Yes, he lost to Bronson Reed in his second week in ring. Okay, all right. So it won't be him. Uh my second guess for that will be I'd love to see Swerve get a shot, but Cameron Grimes seems yeah, to Cameron have been Yeah, Cameron Grimes uh, got a, a rocket strapped to him right now, but it feels like yeah. they're building him and uh, uh, Roddy Strong for something soon because the storyline this week on NXT was Cameron Grimes bought the intellectual property of the Undisputed Era. So he came out to their theme and everything. So. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Yeah, no, it was it was, it was really well done. Um, so yeah, does, we'll does Adam Cole what – what music does Adam Cole come out to now? He hasn't had a match yet. Okay. So um, we'll find out. Yeah. Well. Well, now because it's not really a, is it you know, is it a fair? It's it's unsanctioned. So is it going to be a, a cinematic bit or is it going to be in ring? Do you know? Not sure. Not sure. Okay. All right. I mean that photo or that video uh, that the you know video uh, surveillance of Cole stomping into uh, O'Reilly's um, you know uh, MMA school training bit. Yeah. And yeah. Just walking right onto the mat and starting to fight was was good. That's a good yeah, uh, way yeah. to build a match. Uh, but I, I, feel, I feel like those two, uh, I don't know, as good as they are uh, in the ring, that could be really good. But I feel like this kind of lends itself to a cinematic approach but if, I, I, if, I could certainly see it going either way i think my overall concern is whether or not Shawn michaels is agenting it well yeah all you have to do is look to the uh champa gargano cinematic match from whenever the fuck that was last year i think it was but, mania weekend last year was it that long ago oh my it was either God. mania weekend last year or like the week after the one final beat Ugh. yeah yeah, yeah. too much anyway let's try to wrap this up on a lighter side of things AEW this week kicked off uh, AEW Dynamite, that is, because there were some other shows, Elevation <laughs> and Dark. We don't really both watch all of those. so Yeah, I mean, and, you know, equal uh, fair play sort of thing. There's like, what, five hours at least of non-important AEW matches that happen Especially if you the include week. being the elite. Yeah, we, we've got yeah. Five, five hours of TV that, that you don't need to watch. Um, yeah. I mean, anything important will be recapped on Dynamite yes. as they go into an angle or and story. And any matches that are good, the internet will tell me that I have to track down. <laughs> exactly. I do. So I, I don't watch those live. Also, I just want to say, at least in terms of commentary, uh, the Excalibur and Taz uh, bullshit during matches podcast is way better than the big <laughs> show Tony Schiavone bullshit during matches podcast. So I mean, Taz and Excalibur, like, uh, bless Matthew for always giving us the highlights of yes. the ridiculousness that they get. They just, they're so, like, relaxed and it's so conversational. It would be like you and I sitting there and calling three hours of pro wrestling matches. Yes, exactly. Exactly. In fact, uh, I, I don't know how many people from MCW are listening. Look, if you need people to call dark matches... <laughs> Hello. Just, Hi there. just just hop on in. Jump in those DMs. So I know we're gonna talk about the Christian thing, but one thing I wanted to talk about before the Christian thing okay. and before the awesome main event is what the big AEW debate was this week on the internet. There always seems to be something from an AEW show that turns into a week-long debate. Uh, oh, the faction bit. Yes. I okay. feel like this is the stupidest argument ever. It is. They're grasping at straws. They're trying to find en these these anti – and let's be honest. Most of this stuff is spurned from diehard WWE people who, who whose like Twitter handles are like WWE stand 058825. Yeah. Uh, stuff, these, these types of people who may or may not be bots uh, owned by WWE Fair. or not. But it, it, you know, the argument is, oh, everybody's in a faction and there's too many factions. Why can't people just be on their own and do their own thing? I was like, bitch – have you never seen Japanese wrestling? <laughs> right, right. Like this is 1000% stealing from every Japanese company ever where they're just right. like, everybody has friends. Look, I understand WWE, especially with the baby faces have taught us over the decades that wrestlers don't have friends. Right. Untrue can happen, can work regularly works. And also, you know, the turn of phrase rising tide raises all ships. 
Yes. None of them ships are little dinghies with one dude in it. There's multiple right. people in the ships. Everyone gets elevated with these angles because yeah, and also it. it I'm not going to say it makes booking easier, but it makes rebooking easier. So let's say right. someone gets injured. You know what you do? You find and replace from other people in the stable, yes. so you can continue storylines. It it it's a massive gain for these guys. Now look, I understand the angle that was the impetus was not everyone's favorite, as you and I talked about, Chris over text during this week yeah so what happened was it was qt marshall versus cody in the 10 minute exhibition qt snaps he punched arn in the face all of the nightmare factory trainees are out there they come in the ring it turns into a thing surprise surprise they all turn on cody well half of them turn on cody right half of them don't and it turns out that basically there is a a splinter faction a, a nightmare family wolf pack, if you will. Uh, that popped me good. That was a good uh, one. In the nightmare family, led by QT Marshall. QT Marshall is a little hard to believe as the evil mastermind. Right. Yes. The only thing I can sort of agree with here is the idea of like, oh, well, he was the one who really trained them and really worked with him. Sure. And the guys who they, they underlined, uh, Anthony Agogo, um, uh, Nick Nick Camaramato. Yeah, Nick uh, Nick Camaramato and Aaron Solo. I'm yeah. behind them. Like Nick Camaramato looks like a fucking wild man. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron Solo wearing the white shirt so he can get Dustin's blood all over him. Mwah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Anthony Agogo making a fucking meal out of that punch to the gut of Cody. Yep. Amazing. I loved it. I thought it was great. Even if it does elevate QT Marshall, a guy who I don't need to see on my television. Look, the the apples that QT takes bites out of have more personality than QT Marshall. Yes. I, I just I can't give a fuck about that guy. Uh, maybe this is what he needs to, you know, be somebody, be a character and have a chance to, to do something. I'll, I'll watch. I'm not going to fast forward through any of uh, the segments on Dynamite, I'll sure. watch it and give it a shot. Sure. I'm not necessarily going to like it. Uh, but, you know, I feel like I mean, maybe it was, you know, and, and apparently, you know, the groundwork has been laid for this for quite some time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if you're going to and maybe this is just WWE booking rotting my brain over the past few years, it, it wouldn't it have made more sense for it to be Dustin and not Cody. I mean, yeah, it, it's, yeah, I, I, I could see it's that. the easy option, but it also is more entertaining my my gut instinct tells me that this is about long term the story that writes out Cody so he can have his maternity leave his bebe yeah that that you know there will be the big beat down then it's Dustin and the gun club against this nightmare factory Ugh. group okay i mean maybe i'll take it back i might fast forward <laughs> <laughs> fair fair but yeah it, it's one of those things where i'm just like whatever and and uh the inner circle pinnacle brawl that was, was amazing. Awesome. It was like a, uh, you know, um, bonus cinematic uh, beatdown thing. Yeah. You know, something you didn't expect it. Uh, and it was just so much fun. Inner Circle uh, Dax looks like Harwood super badass his... faces. Dax Harwood, yeah. his head exploded. Right. Uh, good Lord. Did you see the photos of his stitches? Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude literally had a flap on his head that he's just stapled back in. Um, yeah, that receipt's going to be nasty on, uh, was it was it Santana? Who, I think it was Santana, that? yeah. Yeah. Um, but, it, like, just a super effective angle. And again, rising tide raised all ships there. Like, everyone dude. looked better for it. I gave a shit about fucking Hager for a second. I, yeah, I know. When he stood outside the door looking like a badass, stopping them from escaping, I'm like, okay, cool. And yeah. who did Sammy hit the... Um, Sammy closed the door on uh, Spears' head. It was Spears, yeah. he hit yeah. First he hit the Feast Your Eyes or whatever he calls it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, slams the door on his head. I was like, hell yeah, Sammy, you get you some. Yeah, no, that, that was awesome and just a, a great angle. I feel like maybe this is where we're going to see blood and guts happen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Un uh, undoubtedly. It seems uh, to be like unless they're going to do like... You know, Mox, Kingston, and uh, the Bucks against some uh, invisible hand group. I don't know. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I really was hoping the Mox Omega door was closed for the time being. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I certainly agree with you on that. I was kind of hoping for Omega Kingston for a bit. 
Yeah. Uh, and maybe Kingston's injury. I don't know how legit Kingston's injury is or isn't. Um, because if, even if it's not, you know, they've done a good job keeping him off TV for a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I would have liked Mox to go away for a little bit. A little bit. Like, well, I mean, he's match against Benoni against the show was fine, but I'd like for him to go away for a little while. Yeah, I mean, he he probably will in a couple weeks or a month yeah. or so when when uh, when Renee pops out the uh, the wee one, um, yeah. the the mini paquette, the yes. the baguette paquette. Can we call it that? <laughs> yes, yeah. we 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 can and will from now on for sure. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's the only thing that's kind of losing steam for me right now in AEW is you know the the Omega angle feels a little samey. Even if I'm totally fine with him fighting the Lucha Bros every single week, every for the rest fucking of his career. Week. Yes, uh, I, I thought it was a little samey. But the thing that was so interesting was it was a very high-paced, crazy show that started with a real traditional-ass wrestling match, for good or for ill. It was Frankie Kazarian and Christian Cage, Christian's first match back in the ring in seven years, unless you count a battle royal. Um, for a solo match, yeah. First yeah. one-on-one match. Uh, and I thought this was... And and I don't mean damn with faint praise. I thought this was fine. I thought this was perfectly fine. It was a technically proficient yeah. wrestling match. It's the type of match that the old timers in the back go, look at them working holds. Right. And they did a good job. Like the I, I, I was into the finish. But yeah. the fact was, it was almost 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care for 14 of them. Ray, when Christian was getting worked over for a really long time. Yeah. And I, I guess, and, you know, and, the story that they're trying to tell, he hasn't had a solo match in seven years. He's rusty. His wind isn't up. All these sorts of things. Right. Kazarian's been there. He's, you know, everything is is going. He's got this, you know, kind of new mean streak. Storyline-wise, the way they framed it, 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 it worked in that sense. But it was just too long and plodding. I don't know. It didn't – on the same show with that match – the arcade uh, anarchy and yeah. the six man tag with the uh, Lucha family versus the uh, invisible family hand yeah. family, yeah. whatever the mm-hmm. fuck they are. Mm-hmm. This was definitely stuck sticking out like a sore thumb. And, you know, it, I, I get why they put it on first now. <laughs> yeah. Cause if you're going to do that, you can't sandwich that in between those other two matches. Yeah. It, it, it made a lot of sense for its placement. If the story is that Christian outworks everyone, he didn't. But maybe that's the real story. Because yeah. I will say, and a lot of people are pointing out, the way that Christian was selling, like, oh, shit, being in a ring kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Body slams fucking hurt. Like, I yeah. I liked that. I thought that was clever. But it's I, not I, enough. I mean, for... it may not have been a plan. It may yeah, that's just... true. <laughs> it was a shoot, brother. But it's it's not where I'm sitting there going, like, Oh, okay. What a masterwork from uh, one of the greats. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, oh, it was, it was, it was aggressively fine. That and, being said, when when he, you know, hits a kill switch, right? Yeah. Uh, that shit looks dope. Yeah. Uh, it's killer. But, you know, I hate the drawn out. Um, yeah, the, getting the, into the it. The turnaround. It like, is like you know, how does that not happen ball. quicker at this point? You've done it yeah. so many times. You should have it pretty down pat, right? Right. Right. Well, uh, maybe maybe he thinks, uh, you know, there's drama in it. I don't know. Uh, no, get to it, man. Yeah, not 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 as big a fan of it either myself. But let's talk about that main event because it was the arcade anarchy match and. This really was AEW doing what AEW does best. One, for some reason, deciding to put Chuck Taylor in a main event. God bless you, Tony Khan. Yeah. From, <laughs> Again, he's been in a couple bo- more than yeah, a couple. I, I, well, that's what I'm saying. It's what they do best. Still, yeah. God bless you all for doing it. Uh, it's, it's surreal every time. Uh, also, this wasn't just a wild weapons brawl. It was a well-paced one. It was a well-planned yep. one. Um, you know, it, it sounded like the original idea, uh, at least as it was pitched in the, the Chuck Taylor promo, made it sound like you have to put your opponent through uh, arcade cabinets. Right. I'm glad it wasn't that. Yeah. It was just a, a, a silly-themed brawl. But the other thing was the way that they weaved in the returns of two of the more beloved stars three. of AEW. Well, yeah, three. <laughs> Four if you count a van yeah. of AEW. Uh so goddamn good. Uh, for, yeah. for those who missed it, um, first and foremost, Miro throwing bombs on everybody. 
Uh, Dude was working like he was like, you know, like somebody stolen his paycheck or something. He yeah. was angry. He was yeah. working stiff. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I kind of feel like maybe that was a discussion. OC and Chuck were just like, how about you just start throwing some potatoes? Just go nuts yeah. on us. Uh, Kip, by the way, Kip Sabian's growing on me a lot. His, uh, his out of nowhere shotgun dropkick sending OC through the uh, prize board was yeah. a fucking 10. Yep, uh, that looked really good. Also, his new gear looks really, really silly in a good way. I, I, I liked, I liked the new pants. I mean, his, his character is kind of goofy, or yeah. you know, so it, 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 it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 you know, the raffle, the, you know, the tickets exchange for the plunder bit yeah. was good. Um, that fake uh, Mortal Kombat or whichever uh, cabinet it was that Miro picked up at the end was hilariously fake. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where you know it, it I, I feel like it was intentionally that way right um that was really funny but yeah chris statlander uh was revealed to be in the alien catcher uh yeah, the, the arcade UFO catcher arcade machine she <laughs> which pops is hilarious up. Uh, and then shoves the plexiglass into penelope ford's face with authority yes good you know what Penelope Ford is the unsung hero of this match because not Hell only yeah. did she take a plexiglass uh, 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 frame yeah. right to the fucking face like a champ, she then ate a cross-legged Mishinoku driver through a fucking air hockey table. Yeah, well, it was it was a regular table with an air hockey thing on top, but still, still, still. still. yeah, that had to fucking suck. Yeah, um, but yeah, stats back, which is awesome. And then uh, as they brawl toward the, uh, the the little sidewall of uh, the Daily's Place venue. Watching Chuck and OC slowly crawl up, up the ramp. Yes. As <laughs> oh God, in the distance you see the lights and then you realize, oh my God, is that? That's Sue's van! It's Sue's van! And sure enough, it's uh, Sue question mark and her son Trent question mark. As Trent pops back up wearing the uh, Scott Hall debuts on Nitro gear. Yeah. And uh, he, he rejoins his buddies and beats the crap out of Miro. One thing I did want to mention also, OC was also throwing so bombs at Miro during that match. Yeah. Well, hey, man, you know, if you're going to yeah. if you're going to yeah. give, you got to take. Yes. Uh, I, I I really enjoyed this match. It was it was silly. It was over the top. It was violent. It was melodramatic. And um while uh, Where Is My Mind did not really work for me as an intro song, the outro with it playing, yeah. and uh, you got the, the two hug makers, one with the original Best Friends trio and now with their new best friend, Chris Statlander, uh, it, it felt like the end of a fucking movie. I thought it, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was, it was great. The end of Fight Club all over the place. Uh, one of the extra things I got uh, enjoyment out of in that match is hearing Jim Ross die inside calling it. Um <laughs> Very much enjoyed that. Yes. Yeah. The, he, man, he is not the guy to be calling this show. No, he's not. Uh, and, you know, again, I'll go on record for the millionth time saying get rid of both JRs and the uh, the overall enjoyment of Dynamite's just skyrockets for me. And I already enjoy it a fair amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, but next week, uh, what do we got planned for next week? Uh, well, we have a match sponsored by Godzilla v. Kong. Uh, <laughs> as it's going to be Jurassic Express versus Bear Country. We've got Darby Allen defending the TNT title against J.D. Drake. Big moment for J.D. Drake, clearly. Yeah, because I, I don't know anything about this guy. Uh, I, I saw him a little bit in Evolve. Um, okay. And clearly they uh they're they're getting behind him. He's had some high profile matches on Dark and Dark Elevation and he's now part of this trio or sorry, uh uh stable cuz uh pretty Peter Avalon's in it. So Peter Avalon, the Hollywood hunk, um Ryan Nemeth, right. uh, Caesar Bononi and JD Drake are a group. Okay, so JD Drake was in Evolve and then mm -hmm. is it Eli Drake is now LA Knight? Is that the Yes, yes. Okay. That is, that is correct. Right. That is correct. I, I got I, and then Drake Wartz is a QAnon dickhead, maybe yes. former WWE ref. Well, if nothing else, he's been demoted. So Okay. <laughs> Great job, Drake. Great job. Yeah. Uh we're gonna have uh Tay Conti versus the Bunny because Bunny cool. got the surprise win in the women's tag match on yeah. Wednesday. And uh the big main event, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus John Moxley and the Young Bucks gonna be full of melodrama on wednesday yeah again you know i'm sure the match will be fun um but i feel like mox is getting jumped by all five members of that match 
five. Oh yeah, you think the Bucks will turn on them? Yep. Yep. Okay. That's what I think is going to happen. I could be wrong, but that's where I think this is going. Nevertheless, we will be here to recap it and try to get you through the tail end of Mania Week next week. Chris, how many shows are you going to be watching this week? Uh, well, let's see. I will watch uh, Dynamite. Period. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughHouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Rough House Redos, and Rough House Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Never to be outdone by the Frito-Lays Corporation, the WWE is proud to announce a line of snack chips for you, the WWE Universe. But unlike cheese, savory meats, various sauces, textures, and crunches from the traditional snack world, we wanted to give the WWE Universe the flavor of the WWE. That's why introducing new WWE Potato Crisps with such flavors as the Great Khali's Slimy Gums, JBL's stupid grin, and whatever we found in Wyatt's beard. WWE Snack Crisps. Be sure to try additional flavors such as Luke Harper's Chest Drippings, Mark Henry Thigh, Bastion Booger, and Sour Cream and Ambrose. Lunatic Crisps. WWE Potato Snack Crisps. Available for purchase on the WWE Network. Good luck finding them.